1: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. For those of you that have been listening, hey, welcome back. Welcome back. So, for many of you that did not hear the previous hour of the show, the interview with Linda Joy, please go in the archives later on and listen to that one. It is amazing. And, you know, honestly, I was in the hallway walking out to, to get a drink, and uh, I heard a new term. But before we get there, let me make a few introductions and say hello again to Mr. Benny Mathers. And hello again. Hello, Mr. B. Dr. P. to Mr. B. I love it. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have anything else. It's the way we roll. It's uh, and we've got we've got a great, great show for you today. You know, I I love um being able to share with you some of the things that I've experienced and learned, and you know the I first got uh, introduced to uh, resveratrol at an event uh, about three I'd say three years ago. Uh, and back then, uh, we, we you know the whole idea of Izvial and a bunch of other things that came out about it um, had to do with some of the the media that was covered. but one of the things that was not covered was you know certain kind of qualities about it what 's best to use about it you know what what is it that we don't know today, joining me here today you know to to talk about this is one of the leading experts, Dr. Steve Anton's, joining me here today, and you're going to hear from him. You know He's an assistant professor at the University of Florida uh, and a uh, joint appointment at the Departments of Aging and uh, Geriatric Research, Clinical and Health Psychology. So what I love about this is the conversation about aging, because you know what? Aging happens at every age. I love that. Aging happens, Benny, at every age. I'm in agreement. Your boys, your little twin boys, guess what? They're aging. But today's show is about talking about how we understand the the uh, understand what's happening. What is it about obesity, metabolic research, about anti aging? What is it that we can learn? And guess what, Dr. Anton, currently over fifty peer review publications. I need to give him a star for that. Having gone through the research uh, end of things myself, fifty peer review publications, many of which are in top clinical journals. Co-authored five book chapters, given over 40 national and international presentations, uh, about this. And thanks to our, our friends at, uh, Reservage, uh, Organics, uh, you know, they are bringing him to us because we need to get the, the real deal out there about what this is about. Uh, Dr. Anton, welcome to the show. Great to have you here.
0: Oh, thank you so much.
1: My gosh. Fifty peer review articles. You're on a roll, aren't you? Oh,
0: I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I got I got two done, and that was <laughs> enough for me. It cost me ten years of my life. Uh, <laughs> uh, but let's talk about this from your your you know your perspective. Every time you turn around, now we're getting something on aging, <clears throat> anti aging, um, and, and and pretty much from our pop culture, most of which it's hard to believe. Let's talk about what you've discovered in the biological process and what you're most excited about.
0: Sure. So I won't claim to be the person who necessarily discovered the causes of aging, but I'll certainly talk about um, what the research seems to suggest are some of the primary causes of aging, um, which many people probably are familiar with, uh, that what underlies a lot of the uh, age-related disease conditions We observe and see uh, so frequently nowadays. Unfortunately, um, is damage to our DNA, both our mitochondria and our nuclear DNA. And the one of the factors, or one of the primary factors, driving this damage, is what's called oxidative stress and inflammation. Um, And oxidative stress is essentially caused by um, what we call reactive oxygen species within the body. This is kind of a, a broader term than. Free radicals, but commonly they're thought of, of in terms of free radicals, mm-hmm. and these uh, molecules are uh, damaging because they can be toxic to the cells. Uh, under healthy conditions, we our body has um, defenses that el- enable us to kind of neutralize these um, molecules as they accumulate in the body. But over time, our ability to combat these uh, molecules, which are can cause oxidative damage and inflammation within the body. And these processes seem to underlie aging at the cellular level. Does that uh, give you a little bit of a background on the you know, the cellular, cellular processes that are underlying aging conditions?
1: Absolutely, because what I hear you saying from a layperson's point of view, if we can understand sort of the mechanics of this, not we, uh, folks like you, let's say, can understand uh, the mechanics of this, then there is a, a, a solution. Then there is something we can do about it. And I think that that's kind of the exciting news, isn't it? That we are getting to the place where we now not only can understand it, but we can clinically prove that some things work and some things don't. Correct?
0: It seems that way. And, and when we say clinically prove, what, what we see in um, numerous studies in, across various species is the potential to extend lifespan. And to me that's what's most exciting um, is to not only be able to extend lifespan, but also a term that we like to call health span. So that that refers to kind of the number of years that people can remain healthy, and not just live longer, but live healthier longer. And um, that's what's really exciting is when we're when showing that through lifestyle changes and through certain um, supplementation or certain natural compounds seem to be able to mm-hmm. have this effect. And that's obviously um, exciting to everybody.
1: Well, wh- why do you think that, uh, and really, this is like what I alluded to at the beginning, you know, why do you think that the scientific community has become so jazzed about, uh, let's just talk about resveratrol right now. I mean, what is it that is getting the scientific community's attention? Because sometimes it really does take a lot uh, to do that. What What is it that, the you know, folks are most excited about in that community?
0: Sure, and... um as I just initially alluded to, mm-hmm. um, one of the kind of the primary causes of aging are theories on aging. is called the oxidative stress hypothesis, and right. it's probably the most widely accepted theory that what underlies aging processes is accumulation of oxidative damage and what we term oxidative stress. And one of the really exciting things about resveratrol is that it seems to have the potential to affect um, cellular mechanisms that can um, reduce levels of oxidative stress, so at the cellular level. So that's number one, and then thereby reducing levels of DNA damage as well as inflammation throughout the body. Um, What's gotten the scientific community particularly excited, I think, when you look back 20 to 30 years ago, are studies that show um, across numerous species that resveratrol, um, when it was either consumed in a diet or somehow orally provided to these species, their lifespan was extended, uh, both the mean and maximum lifespan uh, for a number of species, again, um, rodents, fruit flies, fish. Um, and when you see that across species, it becomes quite intriguing and exciting within science.
1: Yeah, because what we're not saying is that, you know, we're not talking about any one species. What we're talking about is sort of something that is really crossing the bands of, of genetics and other things, so to speak.
0: Exactly. Um, there was a probably what I would say, the publication that exponentially increased interest and excitement was um, published in the journal Nature, which is basically one of the top, if not top journals, out there uh, by uh, Joseph Bauer. And it, this study looked at uh, the effect of resveratrol on health and survival of mice on, fed a high-calorie diet. Now, in animals, it's known that if you feed them um, high calories, their metabolic health and lifespan tends to be um, shorter than animals who are fed a normal chow diet. Yeah. And so in, in this study, they fed the animals, um, they compared groups. There were three groups. One was fed the high-fat diet alone. Another was fed a high-fat diet plus, cal- uh, plus resveratrol. Um, and the other was fed a normal calorie diet. And so, obviously, the caloric amounts differed across the diet. But what was really exciting was that the group that was fed the high-calorie plus resveratrol, their lifespan was um, no different than the f- uh, group that was fed the standard normal chow diet, and it was greater than the group that was fed the regular high-calorie, high-fat diet. And so this truly showed you know, lifespan effects. In addition, um, the strength of these animals was significantly higher when they were fed resveratrol compared to when they were not fed mm. resveratrol. Um, and then just to kind of further support these findings, the, levels, the insulin sensitivity of these animals was um, significantly improved on the high calorie plus resveratrol compared to the high calorie alone so taken together it just showed that you know this this compound can have broad systemic effect that leads to not only lifespan extension but healthy lifespan extension
1: mm. because that really is the key isn't it
0: that's the goal it's a goal
1: you know. i mean it's a goal of all of us right Exactly. I mean you know, we want to, yeah. It's kinda of like, yep, I would like to live longer, but you know what? I'd like to live longer and be able to go out hiking. That's what I think what people are looking at. We we've got Dr. Steve Anton joining us here today when we come back. We'll be talking about uh spiritual, but more importantly, we'll be talking about some of the recent findings of some of the human clinical trials. We'll talk a bit about uh reservage and we'll talk about in you know, from my point of view, uh the difference between Off the shelf resveratrol and reservage organics. I mean, honestly, I've done so many shows on organics around any kind of grape or grape extract or anything in that arena that I think you all know how important it is to go organic. Stay tuned, we'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show.
0: Are you at a crossroads? Feeling stuck? I'm Karen Hager, the Fog City Psychic. My gift is helping people who are in transition receive spirit-led guidance about their next steps. I offer private sessions via phone or Skype, intuitive development classes, and much more. Please visit my website, fogcitypsychic.com, to find out how I can help you The website is bellevue.wellness1.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Have you ever wanted to join a yoga class yet felt self-conscious or simply didn't have the time? Now you can bring live kundalini yoga into your home with KRI certified Dr. Ann Taylor. You will learn a scientific technology of movement, mantra, meditation, and breathing techniques designed to balance your mind, body, and spirit. Sign up today for our free newsletter and receive your first class free. Visit n with an E, Taylor.com.
1: TransformationTalkRadio.com TransformationTalkRadio.com, transforming the world one listener at a time. everybody, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive by. For more information about us, check us out. Go to drpatlive.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. Uh, very, very cool stuff. I'm so glad that Dr. Steve Anton joined me here today. I remember discovering resveratrol and thanks to our friends at Reserv- uh, Reservage Organics. Very cool stuff. I remember you know meeting the folks at an expo. And I also remember how excited I was about you know, the purity um, of what they're doing. But I will tell you that it's one thing to be excited. It's another thing now to have information about resveratrol, which has to do with actual studies that are being done. Otherwise, you have anecdotal data and a lot of claims. And so this is a very exciting thing. And that's why Dr. Steve is joining us here today. Uh, Dr. Anton, I would like to now shift a little bit from, I know, the some of the amazing clinical trials you've been doing. Uh, but let's talk about what you're doing with human clinical trials. And you and I were kind of joking during the break of what hoops one has to go through these days to even get a, sti- uh, uh, even get a study that involves humans off the ground. So congratulations to you. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about uh, what some of these human cl- clinical trials
0: are. Okay, so what, else, what I'll do kind of first just to kind of review what some recent papers have come out. And um, based on all, what I was mentioning before, the, just the kind of exciting findings that we're seeing in animals but with lifespan extension, improvement in metabolic health, etc., cetera, um, led to um, a number of recent scientists investigating the effects of respiratory on in humans. Um, and these by recent, I mean 20, 2010 and 2011 publications. Um, For example, a study by uh, Ganim and colleagues in 2010 uh, looked at the effect um, of 40 milligrams of resveratrol daily for six weeks on indices of oxidative and inflammatory stress. And um, and these were healthy individuals, but what they showed that at the end of this uh, six-week period, uh, these individuals had a kind of a comprehensive reduction, a whole-body systemic reduction, and generation of reactive oxygen species, as well as inflammation um, throughout the body. And these types of results are consistent with what we would consider the uh, anti-aging or healthy aging effects of resveratrol. Um, so that was one, one really exciting finding. Um, another study that was published uh, a little bit uh, earlier, in 2005, looked at kind of grape powder 20 postmenopausal women, and they were con- uh, instructed to consume this for about a four-week period. And at the end of this four-week period, they showed kind of broad-scale reductions in coronary heart disease risk mm, um, factors wow. and uh, kind of further supporting respiratory role in healthy aging. Um, and some of these women were premenopausal as well, so both mm-hmm. in pre- and postmenopausal. Um, another study uh, looked at basically the effects on markers of DNA damage um, in patients with colorectal cancer um, who were instructed to consume um, basically eight daily doses of resveratrol, either half a gram or one gram, before the surgery. And they showed um, a significant reduction in tumor cell uh, proliferation. So again, a really important finding in terms of at the cellular level of resveratrol having um, positive effects. And then I would say the the most exciting recent study, which was literally just published um, this month, November 2011, um, looked at the effect of resveratrol on energy metabolism and mitochondrial function uh, in 11 otherwise healthy but overweight men. Mm-hmm. Um, and over a 30-day time period, uh, they were instructed to consume either 150 milligrams of resveratrol per day or placebo. And what they showed was that um, in terms of improvement in metabolism, there was broad-scale improvements in metabolism um, marked by improved insulin sensitivity, similar to what we saw in the animal studies. Also um, seemed to improve genes or activate genes that would be associated with healthy mitochondrial functioning and um, content. And then it seemed to reduce uh, lipid accumulation at the cellular level, so it even, even within the liver, so reducing what we would call intrahepatic lipid content, um, reductions in circulating glucose, as well as triglycerides, as well as a number of inflammatory markers. Um, and so, again, this was a really restriction mm. because, um, to date that caloric restriction is really the the main or only kind of um, widely considered um, uh, intervention to extend lifespan because uh, resveratrol is seemingly falling in its footsteps right now
1: one more time because i think i understand how much did these guys take a day
0: for this study the last study i mentioned uh the Individuals took 150 milligrams per day.
1: Wow, that's actually not very much, is and it? So
0: this was a lower dose. Study. It's a lower dose um, study, right? Now, um and I guess I should say that the studies, even though this was a lower dose studies, the positive effects have really been seen um, with multiple doses. And I think that at this present time, uh, including higher doses than what was used in this study, yeah. at the present time, it's uh, the question of the optimal dose is still an active area of research.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but, but I think that, you know, like all research, right? Uh, you know, you have to start at some point. Right. Right. To say, okay, if, it, if we're getting some kind of response or si- significance, right? It, with a dose of 150, uh, it's good to watch to see, uh, if you, it, to see whether or not more is better.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, because the optimal amount is, is phenomenal. But to get that, to get any kind of, uh, uh, statistical significance on a dosage of that amount has got to be exciting for you guys.
0: Well, well, okay. And that was exciting to see. And, and I guess what you said leads me to into the study that we are currently conducting yeah. at University of Florida. Um, and we are actually testing two different dosage levels to try to get at this question of dose okay. effects. A uh, 300 milligram per day dose and a thousand milligram per day of resveratrol. And the uh, company we're we receiving the resveratrol Draw from is uh reservage organics that you mentioned earlier, um, and and we're also having a placebo condition as well, and um, in this study we're essentially randomizing thirty healthy but overweight older individuals to one of those three conditions for a ninety day period, mm-hmm. um, and really we're gonna we're doing a very comprehensive assessment both of the safety and potential um, effects. Of resveratrol during this time frame. In the initial uh, 10 days, we're having uh, participants provide blood samples every three days, uh, just to measure all markers of health that are uh, we can think of, and 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 ensure that they remain in great health. And then over the course of the uh, study, the primary outcomes are memory and physical function, as well as um, markers of oxidative stress and inflammation. And then. Um, We're also looking at tissue oxygenation and reports of fatigue in these individuals. Um, One thing that will be unique to our study is the ability to measure um, before and after changes in um, cortical functioning, cognitive functioning within an MRI machine. And so we'll be able to truly assess if um, brain activation patterns are changing in older adults as a result of this um, compound. Um I, I can go on about the physical Well, functions. well,
1: let's tell our listeners why that's important.
0: Well, it's important because um with aging, unfortunately, we see changes or decl- declines, reductions in memory and physical performance over time. And these declines in memory function, cognitive functions seem to be related to um elevations in what I was talking about earlier inflammation and oxidative stress, Um, and so the reason we thought that resveratrol could have a role in in potentially reducing declines in uh, cognitive um, function over time or potentially improving uh, cognitive function over time is because of its role in affecting or modulating these oxidative stress and inflammatory pathways. So uh, that's why we thought that resveratrol may have a role in this particular uh, indication.
1: I think this is a, is really exciting all around. I know as a researcher, you have to say really neutral and objective here, Dr. Steve. I know that. But, you know, from a personal emotional point of view, I can't help imagine how thrilled you and your team might be for what the results might be. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, in terms of uh, implications for health and aging, uh, we're certainly very excited about the possibilities. and you know, we our role as scientists is to be neutral and to to test it with, under scientific scrutiny. But the potential for health improvements is what's exciting to everyone.
1: It is. It's exciting because you know what we're looking at is. Uh, and tell tell folks really quickly what resveratrol is, because many many people may not know. Sure. Yeah, because it sounds like it sounds like a really chemical word, but it really sure. is not at all. <laughs>
0: absolutely. It's actually a a polyphenol, um, which occurs naturally in a a number of foods, um, grapes, peanuts. It's most commonly thought to occur or or associated with uh, red wine. And so it's actually um, a chemical that's produced by these plants, and it belongs to what's called the still bean family. and, um, And it basically helps plants defend themselves against toxins. And so one of the that's one of the thoughts on how it may act, be activating at such a broad spectrum or having such a broad spectrum of effects is that it's got this ability to kind of, you know, instruct the genes. This is a high thought, uh to basically to produce um, a whole-body defense and, if you will.
1: I love this. This is really cool. We're learning so much about what so many of our ancestors knew, Dr. Steve. Right about sort of the natural process of things, you know, and how my um, grandpa came from the, uh, as we like to say in Italy, the old country, and, you know, where uh, wine and so much of what was produced there. As a matter of fact, uh, we have started a group on the website, and, you know, we're from the town of um, Vagliasotto, which is very, very small on top of a hill. But what we've learned from our ancestors is how naturally everyone did this. You know, how naturally the wine was made. You know, how naturally the food was grown, the herbs and all of that. And it's so thrilling to hear you do a study that is really going to take us back to what my grandfather and great-grandfather knew years ago. Um, Thank you so much, Dr. Steve, and thank your team. And thanks to Reservage Organics for... Uh, you know, stepping up and providing the resveratrol for you all. It's amazing. I can't wait to hear more about the results. Mm -hmm. I hope you'll come back.
0: Absolutely. We should have results um, early uh, in next year.
1: So, all right, well then it's a date then.
0: Okay. Uh, Okay.
1: It's a date. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really do know what it takes to do a study with uh, people. And I really want to acknowledge you and your team and, uh, Uh, Reservage Organics for coming together to make this happen. This is so important. Thank you guys so much.
0: We appreciate it.
1: All right, everybody. It's cool. Cool stuff. I can't wait to find out the results. Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, Rhonda Britton in the house.